Welcome to In the Deep. I'm your host, Catherine Ingram. The following is the opening talk and a couple dialogues from a longer session of Dharma Dialogues called Calm and Steady in Hard Times. It was recorded in Los Angeles in 2005. Nothing much happens actually here, <laughs> but we come together as a respite from the madness of the world, from war, from hurricanes, missing children, from the dramas of our lives and work, and from the war that goes on in our own minds, the push-pull that goes on constantly, I like, I don't like, I want that, I don't like that, I hate that. We come here as a break from it all, not to add anything, but to have a moment of peace. And strangely, what you discover is that this peace is not imposed on you by anything external. It's right there as soon as you sit down. There you are, sitting in your own quiet peace. It's quite possible, you know, we use this format as an excuse to have this break of peace in the week. We come together for this very purpose, and it's very powerful to share that. But this can be something you choose to have in your life on a much more regular basis. a way of life, that you have to actually say to yourself, hang on a minute, there's not that much time left, really. Even if you get to have a long so-called life, it's a short life. And you don't have that guarantee anyway. So you say to yourself, hang on a minute, how, how do I want to spend this? Do I want to spend it just constantly beleaguered with scary images about the future and about what's going on on the planet? God knows the planet is a mess. But it's been that way. It's been headed in this direction a long time, you know. And there were very bad periods. As bad as we think this is, there were really bad periods. 500 years of inquisition... <laughs> <laughs> you know, when your life was short anyway. <laughs> you know. There were plenty of times throughout the known history when things were hard. This time is also hard. hard because we are, even though we live in these very privileged lives, we are, we are privy, we are watching a kind of unraveling of the world in many different ways. These hurricanes <laughs> so are so obviously the result of our actions. We have warmed up those waters 
And those waters are now producing very fierce hurricanes. Simple. You don't hear it a lot. You hear it a little bit on the news. In between all the, you know, religious propaganda (laughs) about the reasons why this is happening. It's a wild world out there, yes. And wild inside our minds, both as a result of that and because of the nature of mind, even when things are going swimmingly well, the mind can create all kinds of trouble, can have a war of its own. I say you don't have time for it. You don't really have time for the war in your mind. You may not know it, (laughs) but you don't have the time. That's my position. And here we just are reminded of that. You take a break. You have a dip into peace, into ease, into the delight of just being into appreciation, into tenderness. You sort of admit that you do love this life and even this world. And you realize that perhaps that could become a habit. And that you could really live much more of your precious time, more of your precious life in this habit. We go so fast. We're going so fast. Everything is speeding up. And what good is that? You know, I was just in Hawaii (laughs) with a friend for five days. And it rained the whole time. And uh, at one point, the bridge that led to this remote little area that we were on Kauai got shut down. And I thought, great, we're stranded. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it stays shut down. (laughs) And we... Because there wasn't much to do, you know, it was raining the whole time, we sat on the porch day after day and drank tea and stared at the ocean. Or we'd walk into town. We barely got in the car. We got in the car one time in five days. Anyway, we got very, very slow. And it was so wonderful. Less is more. but the quality of life that it brings. It's it's incomparable to to the blur that life becomes when you're just speeding around. It's a strange thing because you think that you're packing in more experience and like it's getting richer when your dance card is all full. <laughs> but in fact, it's the other way around. It's, it's richer when it's slower. And you actually have time to notice things and feel things and have these visits, these deep, profound visits 
to your inner sanctuary of peace, to your deep quiet. So here on a night like this, all we do is remember that quiet sanctuary of our own already here that we sometimes overlook, too busy. We honor it, we give it its due. And we maybe make an intention to live more like this in our lives. Having been involved in this kind of perspective for decades and having been sharing this way for about 12 or so years, what I've seen is that people who begin to have this habit more in their lives are happier. Not giddy happy, not kind of, you know, stoned out, blissful looking, but just generally calmer and have a sense of well-being. It's a wise, a wise choice. So we're here as a way of remembering, as a way of enjoying the quiet for the evening, and as a way of encouragement for this to be a way of life. Okay. So if anyone has anything you'd like to discuss on these matters, any questions, please feel free. I just have to share this short thing came to mind. Someone told me a long time ago, this uh, city person comes and visit this country guy and he's sitting on his stoop or I guess, you know, whatever it is, and smoking his corncob pipe and rocking back and forth. The city guy says, so what do you do out here? And he goes, sometimes I sits and thinks and sometimes I just sits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. (laughs) Well, my practice, uh, it doesn't work just like that. Sometimes it does. Sometimes I just sit and be peaceful. But more often, if I stop doing things and I'm retired, but there's still endless things to do, mm-hmm. um, there's I, what I first sense is the busyness of the mind or tensions in the body or something that's uh, mildly uncomfortable. And I've been trying, I've been playing with the warrior attitude. Okay, this is something I need to sit here and. In- not exactly endure, but live through. In order, it's like after a while those vibrations settle down some. Um, 
but then my mind is saying, well, that warrior attitude is going against your idea of just relaxing into this inner peace. It seems like the times I can do that, if I get it from someone else, like I'm reading a book or listening to you sometimes, and then they somehow, um, I don't know what's happening, but I'm resonating with that peace, and I can do it immediately. But on my own, I need to withstand that uncomfortableness for a while. Yeah. Do you have any comments on that? Yeah, um, because I am gonna, I'm going to still use the word peace and mm, suggest that you become a peacier instead of a warrior. <laughs> In that, make friends with your mind, right? Make friends with the chatter of your mind not have this sort of uh, conquering attitude toward it. I'm going to sit down and I'm going get to get over this. I'm going to get, you know. But rather that you, you know, you've heard probably me say, you don't have to quiet the mind. All you have to do is notice the vast quiet in which the mind is occurring. That's a much more peaceful approach then it doesn't matter what the mind is up to. And then it, it becomes just less significant in all ways. It becomes less loud. It's no longer you locked in a little closet doing battle with your mind, right? It's you in the infinite universe, and there's a little squeak of mind going on in the great regions of space that is your own awareness. And so... You know, minds tend to be noisy. People have the idea that, that, that peace is somehow equivalent with a quiet mind, mm -hmm. right? That is, that is, I think, an unfortunate um, false setup to do to yourself. And, and everybody does it. All of the spiritual trainings, that everybody, it's just rife in the spiritual world. And people make all kinds of claims about having a mind that's quiet and no thoughts, and it's just nonsense. Despite Larry's friend who sits on the porch. <laughs> because the, the, the activity of mind is to think. It thinks a lot. Some people, I would say, maybe just by nature, don't have the kind of rapidity mm -hmm. that goes on. That's what I feel, just the action that you're doing. Right, right. So some people have that as a way of, as their nature. And it's not, there's not much to do about it. It just, it's its, it's, its own thing. But your, your placement of your awareness is something that you have some control over. So in other words, you can have this confidence, this knowing of quiet that's just simply saying, who cares what's going on with that mind? And then it's rolling along, but it's, it's, just, it's just disappearing as it goes. Not that it turns quiet, but that the, each thought is just disappearing into the void and into the void and into the void. And then it just doesn't matter. So then your, your experience is more and more that of, ah, oh, this is very easy. And now I don't even have to stop my mind. I can just let it be. So you're much more living in the quiet that contains the mind. 
mind goes on its own, you see. This has been In the Deep with Catherine Ingram. If you'd like to find out more about my work or make a tax-deductible donation in support of these podcasts, please visit katherineingram.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at kathingram, C-A-T-H-I-N-G-R-A-M, for notice of additional podcasts and other musings. Till next time. Mm-hmm.